Hello and welcome to BizNation, your home for micro and small business help. Join us as we unpack all the pain points in starting or running your small business. If you're looking for support in business, join us on Facebook, Micro and Small Business Support Group. Your host, Kerry Zab, brings you discussions, interviews and many hints and tips to get you all set in your business. So sit back and enjoy as we launch into today's episode. This episode is brought to you by our Facebook group. If you're a small business owner and want to join a supportive small business community, head over to Micro and Small Business Support Group on Facebook. We have weekly discussions, hints, tips, tools and hacks for small business owners. Our members are so helpful and engaging when it comes to supporting anyone in business. This is one of the many places I hang out and I would love to see you there. Today we're going to talk about SEO, three letters that most business owners fear and even the idea of working it out can bring feelings of massive overwhelm. Joining us today is David from Six Gun. David is the Managing Director based in Melbourne, a self-confessed workaholic and he tries to play the guitar and he recently got engaged. Congratulations, David, and welcome to the show. Oh, thank you so much, Kerry. It's a pleasure to be here. I love the introduction, by the way. Oh, no, it was, it was a good one. It was a bit of a no-brainer, but um, came together quite well. So thanks so much for helping with a, a few little things for that intro. So, David, can you give us a quick introduction for Six Gun, where it began? So Six Gun started about three years ago. The Pride Limited was set up. And, you know, it really started from the philosophy of digital marketing could be done better. So I'm a big fan of Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Stephen Covey. One of the principles that he talks about quite a bit in that is the creating win-win situations. And, you know, my experience working inside agencies wasn't, you know, it, it really highlighted that things could be done better. And, you know, the clients could certainly win more, the staff could win more, and the agency can win as a result of that. So, you know, when you look after people, you do great work. When you respect and look after your staff, great things happen all around. So I wanted to create an agency that really embodied that philosophy. And that's, and that's really where it started. Um, you know, in terms of channels and things that we do, we're a digital marketing agency focused on the performance marketing end of the spectrum, which are things like search engine optimization, Google ads, paid social, those type of channels. Excellent. Great. So for the listeners, what is SEO exactly? So SEO stands for search engine optimization, and it's ultimately about getting those organic placements in Google's search results. Now, you know, we use Google interchangeably with search engines because in Australia, the market share is just so high. Um, but it also applies to things like Bing and, 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 and other search engines as well. But generally, what it's all about is taking those organic positions in the search results. So for example, you know, if you're a photographer in Melbourne, you want one of your customers to type in photographer Melbourne, click enter. Inside Google, you've got the ads that show up at the top and then immediately under the ads, you've got the organic listings uh, as well as the Google My Business listings as well. Uh, and Google My Business gets encompassed by SEO too and there's a bit of a strategy for that. So ultimately, you know, as you can imagine, when people type something like that in, you want to show up as high as possible on Google's list. And doing it organically means that you don't have to pay on a per-click basis like their ad system, for example. 
Excellent. Okay. So how can it help support a small business's growth? So it's definitely one of those channels that, you know, it, it, it's something that can firstly take a little bit of time to get moving. So it's not an overnight type of strategy. That's probably the first thing to keep in mind. But in terms of being able to rank for some of those core keywords, like in the example of Photographer Melbourne, obviously there's a massive benefit to be ranking highly in the list, getting you know organic traffic as a result, and then ultimately leads and conversions down the track. So you know visibility is key. So you know it can definitely support small businesses in that way, getting them the visibility they need to support the business sales, conversions, all of that side of things. And the good thing about SEO is that, you know, often small businesses are localized. So for example, let's say um, you are a local plumber and you service, you know, a suburb, the suburb that you live in perhaps, and a few suburbs around you. You know, SEO is a great channel because people will type in, you know, plumber Ringwood or plumber um, Mount Waverley. Um, and because it's localized, the competition is quite low which means that, you know, using a strategy like SEO, you can get traction, um, you know, you can get traction relatively easily mm-hmm. yep. for, that, for that type of channel. So, you know, it's one of those things that it can definitely support, you know, it can definitely support, you know, additional traffic, additional sales. And it's in some industries, not all industries, um, it's a bit of a no-brainer to, to use it and, and begin to play around with it. Yeah. And you mentioned before about, you know, our organic rankings with SEO. So that comes from keywords on your website. Is that correct? Yeah. I mean, there's a number of factors that influence SEO performance and we like to break it down into three distinct buckets. The first bucket is architecture and inside architecture is really all the technical nitty gritty setup of the website and encompasses things like, you know, there's title tags, for example, going to the website, um, things like how the sitemap is set up, how, the structure of pages and internal linking set up on the website. There's a really, you know, a big, big list that we go through to kind of, you know, make sure everything's in order, but there's that technical piece. Uh, and then you've got content on the website, which is, you know, that's where you probably, a lot of the keywords are going to find themselves um, in terms of that strategy. Um, and then you have what's called link building. Um, and link building is all about, you know, getting other websites on the internet to link back to your website. And that ultimately acts as a vote. And that's how, you know, a lot of authority is passed and how SEO performance is assessed ultimately. But it's not just about the quantity. It's also about the quality when it comes to link building. Yeah, understand. And how exactly does it work? So it's, it's a little bit of a complicated mechanism. Um, and Google isn't very fond of sharing what the exact algorithm is in terms of what the ranking factors are. But, you know, if you take those three buckets, um, once you've, you know, set up the website from an architecture standpoint um, and then you move through that into content and then you move through to link building, it's really a combination of, you know, if you, if you envision a, you know, an excavator or something like that, they're the three levers that we have to pull. That's what we've got to play with. Um, you know, Google's whole um, ethos is around creating high quality, a high quality experience for users. So when you think about a high quality experience for users, you know, that encompasses, um, you know, the design elements, making people stick around to the site, giving them great content, answering their questions that they're typing in, all of that kind of stuff. Um, but then, you know, those three buckets really influence that technical, the technical layer of what you need to do, the specific tactics to then 
rank a website. Right, okay. So if I was a small business owner, because it's so overwhelming, like the, you know, even those three letters, a lot yeah. of business owners just look at them and kind of cringe and sometimes run away and, and don't even want to start to think about it. But if I was a small business owner, where, where would I get started? What's the first step? So, I mean, the first thing is probably to decide if you have the time to learn about SEO or if it's better to find a provider that can help you deliver SEO. Now, if you've got the time, I mean, learning SEO as a business owner and, and, and other digital marketing skills would have to be really quite high on the list of things to learn about. So if you've got the time, learning about SEO is a really good way to, to approach it. And there's so much great content out there. I mean, it's remarkable. You can type in, you know, there's so many guides, there's so much information, there's so much free stuff about it, and it's a pretty big topic. But you know, just beginning the search and, you know, there's some really good hubs of information. Moz, moz.com is a really good place to start for beginners because there's some really great guides around how things work and some of the basics and getting an, an understanding of that. So I'd say if the person has time to do it and, you know, because of the situation we find ourselves in with COVID-19 at the moment, perhaps, you know, they have a little bit more time than they'd like. Spending that time on, you know, learning some marketing initiatives that can help get their business out of situation they're in could be a great a great way to use that time um, that's probably step one um, in terms of what someone should be doing if they're looking for a provider um, you know there's a lot of good there's a lot of good um, service providers that, that do SEO well in Melbourne um, so they won't be short of, of finding someone that can that they mesh with and that they trust and that they feel can can deliver yeah yep and you mentioned um, a website there so I'll pop that link in the show notes for the audience um, and I think that's one of the biggest challenges as a small business owner is where are we going to get our information from that's actually correct yes. and that's that's a massive challenge in itself because like you said like you know the internet's just exploding with information and YouTube tutorials and, and everything's available online and it's just a matter of typing in the right words to, to get what you're looking for but yeah like I'm sure there's a lot to learn about it and obviously you've been working on this for some time in, in your business so I'm excited to have you here because I need to understand SEO. So I was super keen to, to have this chat with you. Um, so when is SEO a good channel to pursue? So usually what we do at the first part of, you know, a discovery session with a client, for example, is we look at a combination between search volume. So how many times, you know, people in Australia or people in their area, for example, are typing in the particular key terms that um, they want the business to come up for. So search volume and competition. So like, let's take a, an industry like um, fashion. Fashion is particularly hard to pursue through an SEO channel because if you type in a term like red dress, right? The, the brands that are gonna come up are all of the, you know, the biggest players in Australia. Red dress isn't a search term that Google deems to be localized. So, you know, they know that, you know, online shopping, so they're not preferencing people based on the local level at all in a search like that. So if you're a fashion brand, for example, um, I would be looking at things like social media is a stronger way to begin than SEO would be, for example. Yeah. But let's say you are, uh, you know, a local plumber. That's a quite a good example because there's a localization factor. Um, 
people make those searches um, with the location added into the term. And because of that, you're able to get traction much, much faster in that way. So, you know, what it comes down to is how competitive your industry is and how localized you can be with your offering. That's really what it comes down to. So in industries where localization can't really happen, for example, if, if you have an e-commerce store selling fashion um, items that don't have a particular USP and they're just like, you know, it's a black dress, there's nothing defining about it that can be used in the way that the keywords are searched. Sometimes there are, depending, you know, on things in the fashion space. It might be active wear, it might be a number of different, there might be a number of different terms you can throw in there to kind of get that, get to that, different um, level of competition. Um, but generally speaking, SEO works best, particularly in the small business space where resources are limited, where the competition is reasonably low. You're not fighting big national kind of organizations as a part of it. And there's a localized element to how it can be done or the keywords just aren't that competitive in the industry in general. So they're the kind of things that you know, from a small business perspective, you'd be looking at to determine if SEO is worth pursuing or, or not pursuing. Yeah. So my takeaway from that is if you're running a, a service-based business and you're very much, you know, like, for example, if you wanted to be known across Melbourne or, yeah. or something like that, or even your particular suburb. So that's obviously got a lot more power to it in the SEO space. But if you're selling a product online, like you said, e-commerce, then it's probably needs a little bit more strategy behind it. Is that where we're going? Yeah, definitely. Because e-commerce generally doesn't have a, there's no location attached to how that works. And then usually, you know, um, if you're in a space that is, you know, saturated at any level, SEO is going to be hard to, hard to, um, you know, really get working. Now it's not, you know, SEO is one of those things that, you know, you can always, you can always, get to the point you want to get to. It's just a matter of resources and time. And sometimes those numbers are just insane. So you don't, you don't, you don't bother. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Awesome. Um, so David, tell us a little bit more about SEO, like just any kind of hints or tips that you've got for a small business owner and, and you know, something that like a takeaway from this episode. Yeah, absolutely. So there's, there's, definitely some places for people to start in terms of the tactics they can use. And one of the first tactics would probably be around having some idea around the keywords that you want to rank for and the keyword research piece that comes right at the start before you really begin implementing anything on the website itself. Now, keyword research is a lot of keyword research comes down to common sense, you know, having that relevancy, understanding what your customers are typing in. If you're in business as a local plumber, for example, you, you know, you, people are going to be typing in plumber suburb. That's how that kind of thing works. And, you know, if you're a photographer in Melbourne and you want to type Melbourne, photographer Melbourne, for example, um, is a keyword that would be on, on your list. The common sense is a big part of it. Um, you can also use the Google ads keyword planner tool, which gives you some information around search volume for those terms. Um, and then something else that, you know, a small business owner might want to do is, you know, review the list of um, search results for these particular terms to determine how competitive the other brands are. So, you know, something that we look at, probably a tool that might be hard, hard for a um, small business owner to justify purchasing, but we use a tool called Ahrefs, for example. And one of the things that we do as a part of our keyword research is to look at the number of referring domains 
um, which is essentially the backlinks in a way, um, each of the listings in the first page has for the keywords that we want to rank for. And from that, we can determine competition because sometimes your competition isn't necessarily who you think it is um, digitally because they might have a stress, like other brands might have a stronger presence online. They might have more backlinks, for example, more referring domains. Whereas some of the players that you might deem to be a bit more your competition, they might have a weaker presence online. So keyword research is probably number one, determining kind of what people are typing in, having an understanding of that, even if it's a very basic level, making sure that those keywords are getting added to the website in the right way. And usually what we like to do is it's called clustering. So, you know, we basically would cluster a set of keywords to a particular page on a website, which basically means you would have, so let's say you're a, um, a plumber, for example, and let's say you have a few different services. You've got a, um, a service for block drains. You've got a service for um, installation of appliances. Um, you've got a gas fitting service, for example, all the standard plumber things. Now you want to have a page for each of those services. And on each of those service pages, you want to make sure you're using the keywords from the keyword research in the content, in the page title, in places like the meta description where it can be bolded if you come up in the search results, things like that. So using the keyword research on the pages in a structured and specific way on a per page level is probably the next kind of simplest thing for a small business owner to do um, at that tactical level. And then the other thing that, that is probably one of the most trickiest things, but there's a few easy ways to begin is the link building side of things. So, you know, are there any associations that you're a part of? Um, is there any accreditations that, you have where you can be listed on their website and get a backlink? Do you have any industry connections that you can reach out to that perhaps have a blog on the subject and you know you can you can somehow get a link through that? Do you have um, suppliers and dealers that um, you know you're either paying or they're paying you that there's a relationship where they could potentially list you on their website? There's a lot of these things um, that you can be doing that you know are really um, you know, SEO can be very technical. And there's a lot of there's a lot of different ways to do all sorts of things, including link building. But there's there are some ways to um, do it in a bit more of a um, you know a fashion that's suitable for a small business owner that doesn't need to know all the nitty gritty details. Yeah, and one of the things you mentioned was the metadata. So my understanding of that, and I've had this in the the former forefront of my brain for, for some time. Even what we call our images that are in our website can make little bits of differences like you know if you've got an image like you say about the plumber and he's got you know like a, a job that he worked on or something like a gallery you know maybe he did a, a bathroom or something like that then having the right description of that image can can hop into that that yeah 100 percent. so there's a few different things in the um in that space i mean the biggest and most important one from an seo perspective is the title tag and the title tags that section that you know you hover over in the browser and then you know you get the description of that page and that's the same thing that's used in the search results that's you know blue and underlined that's ultimately kind of the heading for that listing in search results and that's by far the most important aspect of metadata and how that works because that has a very big impact on search performance by itself um, and then there's also the meta description, which is a little bit of that blurb that sits under that title, which isn't directly, it doesn't directly impact search performance, but it does indirectly because it should, the aim of a meta description is to increase the click-through rate and the click-through rate does impact search performance. So in a way, it's an important aspect. 
And then things like you've mentioned as well, you know, you can have tags on particular images that is useful to how Google interprets that image. Google's getting very, very smart in terms of how, um, very, very smart in terms of how they um, can actually read images. So you can actually do reverse image searching. I don't know if you've ever used yeah. this one before, yeah. but it's remarkable what can be done there. So Google's getting to a point where it can really, you know, see what an image is and categorize it outside of a manual, um, you know, tag that we would add. Mm -hmm. So things like that are getting a little bit less important, but they're still valuable um, in a number of ways to add. Yeah. And I like that you mentioned that reverse image search because I did that strangely. I did that recently because we had we got a veggie patch out the back, as you do when COVID hits. And um, we had this unknown plant and it was like, oh, is that a weed or is that a plant? So I took a photo, popped it into Google and straight away, oh, weed, yep, that's got to go. So, <laughs> yeah, it's amazing how it works. And definitely I think you're right. Google's just always getting smarter and, and you know, hopefully helping helping small business actually get get known and, and get present out there. So, um, David, something that I ask all of my guests to the show is what is a positive takeaway for you from COVID-19? It's been such a negative time for a lot of small businesses and, and you know, people in general. So what's a positive takeaway that you can share with us? Look, I think it's made us reflect on some of our business processes um, in terms of both reducing costs inside the business that wouldn't have happened without such a dramatic change, um, which will you know, serve us well, um, well into the future. And at the same time, I would say, you know, we have been focusing a lot of our energy on marketing and sales initiatives um, just to make sure that you know, we keep moving in the right direction. You know, it's an interesting it's an interesting time because you know when, when the tap gets turned off and there's less money coming into the business, people have that mindset of cutting costs and marketing sometimes gets gets tied up in that equation. But if you you know at the same time, if you want more business, if you want to grow, then you need to do marketing. So it's this crazy, you know, it's this double edged kind of sword in a way. Um, and we've been fortunate to be able to kind of push resources, time, energy into that aspect, and it's you know it, it is starting to pay off. Um, so I would say, you know, those two things, definitely. Awesome. Great. Thanks, David. So where can we find you? Um, so the website's the best place. Um, I'm sure you'll add that in the show notes, but it's sixgun.com.au. Um, all the information about our business and things like that are on there. Um, and, you know, all the social channels, feel free to look me up on LinkedIn and Facebook and all of that kind of stuff where we're all over the place. So I'm sure you'll find us. Fantastic. Thanks, David. I will pop those in the show notes for the listeners. And thank you so much for being on the show. It's been amazing and a couple of great takeaways for small business owners, particularly on the research and, and getting to understand and, and certainly not fear SEO, I think is, is a really good, good point to make. Thanks so much for having me on the show, Kerry. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for tuning in to the Biz Nation podcast, your home for small business help. If you're looking for support in business, join us on Facebook, Micro and Small Business Support Group. You can find the link on our website, biznation.com.au. Tune into future episodes for more discussions, interviews and many hints and tips to get you all set in your business. Until next time, stay safe, stay well.